Welcome to the Digital Public Relations Podcast, covering news and trends in the digital space. Produced by the students in the Public Relations Program in the School of Media and Journalism at Kent State University. My name is Ashley Torres, and I'm a media and journalism graduate student and a freelance journalist. Even though PR seems to be out of my wheelhouse, I realized working as a social media manager and brand coordinator that I do a lot more PR in my day-to-day than I thought. Hi, everyone. I am Sienna White. I am a senior public relations major. Uh, On this episode, we are going to talk about personal branding and dating apps. We interviewed Matthew W., a young entrepreneur from Montana that started 50 dates, 50 states. And then as you got to know him a little bit, right? What did you think about him? Yeah, he was super chill. He was a really nice guy. So Matt's got 176,000 followers on TikTok and 5.6 million likes. I mean, that's pretty impressive. I mean, that's like viral studies. Especially because he started his TikTok account at the beginning of the pandemic. He was literally bored at home because of the panini no one could go anywhere right he's like let me go on 50 dates with 50 girls from 50 states wow that's just like who even thinks of that like you're just sitting at home like hmm let me try this like it's just that's mind-blowing to me that's so awesome really do you know what i learned to do in this Hmm. pandemic what did you learn to do i learned how to make banana bread Like, I didn't build an entire brand. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I feel like on dating apps, and let me know what your experience has been, but I feel like everybody has an aesthetic or, I don't know, like their personal brand. That's just my opinion that they have to kind of like, I don't know, push themselves in their profiles. Yeah. No, I agree with that. I I know for me, um, (laughs) I don't do dating apps anymore because I've had a few bad experiences but a majority of the people embellish you know a lot of their details about their life um but I always try to remain like honest and truthful about everything well you basically have to sell yourself to someone for them to want to match with you so I guess like it makes sense that people would feel like the pressure to embellish but it's really cool because um, Matt came in with 50 dates, 50 states, kind of already knowing that he wanted this to be more of a business mm-hmm. and not catch feelings. Because I'm like, you're going on dates, you have these planned out, the girls plan the date. That's kind of interesting that the girls, um, they play the dates. Yeah, the girls know what's happening when they go into it. He's getting to know them, but he already knows that he has multiple dates lined up. Like, he already has a brand to go with it. Oh, so this is like a job almost. Like, he does this. Yeah. <laughs> like, he left his full-time job to go on 50 dates in 50 states. Tell me, how did you come up with this idea of 50 dates, 50 states? Yeah, so I uh, basically I was bored during quarantine, like right when right when it happened, uh, right when quarantine happened, like COVID popped up and no one really knew what it was, and everybody's at home, and things started getting on the virtual route. Mm-hmm. Um, I hopped on Tinder, and it said that uh, you can place your location anywhere in the U.S. for free, and so that okay. kind of hit me. I was like, okay, well if things are on the rise. I can't like if I match with a girl, I can't 
ask them to dinner or go have a drink or whatever. Right. So I was like, what if I tried to go on a virtual date? And so after I went on a virtual date with a girl in every single state, like it just gained some traction in here and there, and then I decided to take it on the road. Um, and how many girls have you met so far? Man, I think 22. You yeah. think? So yeah. how does the process work? Because I know you said you're using dating apps. Does it take a while for to get to know them or like do you just tell them like off the bat like hey I'm doing this thing 50 dates for 50 states would be cool if you participated I figured I'd try and get to know them virtually and so um I I basically just asked them right off the get-go I'd like I you know I'd message them with like a funny little punchline or something to get them like intrigued to respond and and then I would you know uh, lay the hammer down and ask them if they'd be part of this whole thing and, uh, you know, I didn't have a 100% success rate. Like, some girls were into it, some girls weren't. I get it, different personalities, things like that. And, um, and so, yeah, but the ones I had, I just, now I basically have all kind of lined up, and I have them plan the dates. And then uh, once we once we get there, like, we just kind of do what they have planned. And they let me know ahead of time so then I can, you know, get prepared and kind of have an expectation going into it. So how do you keep from catching feelings? I mean, I think that's what everybody's wondering. From my perspective, I think it's a little easier um, just because I know I have so many dates. Mindset <laughs> like, oh, I can't catch feelings or I'm not like trying to or focusing on that. Okay. Like, I was only like, I only had like three dates or I was visiting like five states or something. Then I feel like I could have more of an open mindset of like, there's there all the girls I've gone on dates with are awesome and things like that and a handful of them you know if I was in those certain areas like maybe I'd hit up on a regular basis but uh with this it's just like I got to keep the journey going and it's just uh it's it's nice to uh, you know have them all there and I know them now and everything which is which is really cool but yeah it's it's a little easier for in my seat but like from an outside perspective I could definitely see where it's like well man like how do you like you go on a date you know you want to continue something or you know I completely get that so this is more about the journey for you than actually meeting like the one yes yeah it's definitely more about like the experience to me than it is like my love adventure how did you kind of make the transition from you're stuck in quarantine you get this idea and then i feel like you've kind of built a brand around it yeah absolutely i think um you know i was just inspired because i didn't i didn't realize i think everybody around me wanted to know what was next all my Mm. followers and fans of it they were like oh what's next oh you're just gonna go on 50 virtual dates and that's it and you know after i kind of self-reflected and i looked at all the time and energy i'd put into it i'm like i don't want it to just like stop i don't want it to just like fade away and it was just like a fun little thing i did like that's when i decided you know there was a bunch of different options i could have oh i could have done like a season two type thing where i like did more virtual dates but it was with a new 50 or i did Canadian version or continents or something like that, you know, um, but I just thought, you know, there's only so much you could really do virtually, you know, I think it'd just be so cool if I could go meet them all in person. Once I did that, you know, I, it's, and I quit my full-time job, I just knew that there's, you know, I have to go kind of all in, and so that's when I worked with a friend and he helped build me a website, that's when I started developing promotions, that's when I got my truck wrapped, like I knew that I had to go all in and like try and create this almost entertainment type business to it. And that's what, and that's kind of what I want to do for the big picture is I want this thing to just 
go like you know season one season two season three season four and it's not me going on dates left and right but you know maybe it's a new individual hopping in this seat and it's another guy or it's a girl or it's a guy and a girl and it's double dates you know like I think the sky's the limit and I know you did a tiktok explaining how your income stream comes in there's a handful of ways like that I keep money coming in which um is through the tiktok creator fund through merchandise and my merch store uh, through sponsorships, which is which is nice, um, you know, sponsors. Uh, there's basically two kinds. There's like kind of official sponsors where they contact me and we come to an agreement on terms of how much content I'll put out for them, what they'll do in return, in terms of, in terms of payment or product, mm-hmm. uh, things like that. Uh, and then there's state sponsors, which is nice, which is individuals in each state, small businesses, things like that, uh, side hustles. People yeah. reach out and they say, hey, we want you to come to our place and we'll either comp your meal or we'll give you free entertainment or we'll just, you know, I have kind of a base um, salary for that and people can pay, even if it's like, it's something we can't go to, you know, I'll put their logo on the website, I'll make like a, I'll go to their business, I'll like film to put together a good little TikTok, things like that. And uh, for those people just like to be part of something they mm-hmm. like to feel like part of an experience and so um state sponsors that's a good way for them to be involved small businesses to be involved and obviously um to help fund some of my trip as well i i, I saved some money too uh and then promotions was the other one i don't think i mentioned that one but promotions like if i if you wanted your name on the truck like that's a promotion you could pay to get your name written on the truck stuff like that and so and, I, and there'll be more promotions that i come out with i'm sure um, once I get to the drawing board of those things. But those are kind yeah. of ways that uh, I keep money coming in. So with the state sponsors, when did they start hitting you up? When your TikTok blew up? Or do the girls contact maybe like a restaurant that they have in mind that they're like, hey, this would be a great opportunity? It's kind of a little bit of both. Um, so it, it usually with every TikTok I post, when or whenever I post a TikTok that does blow up, more opportunities are created. That's pretty much with with anybody Mm -hmm. um you know if i post a tiktok and it it goes viral then my dms just get filled and sometimes it's with businesses sometimes it's with sponsorships sometimes it's just with like fans or new (laughs) people to it you know whatever it is and so um whenever a video does well just come in and that started honestly right away like Probably uh, it started on uh, my second date in Idaho. Um, I had my first state sponsor there. Um, and then from there, you know, it just it's kind of a domino effect. Like people see that or they see it might be on my website and or they uh, or they see me make a TikTok about it and they're like, Oh, I want I want my business highlighter, or I wanna be featured, or I want on the website, stuff like that. And then when it comes to my dates, yeah, some of my dates like with their inside connections and things like that, like they've been able to this isn't definitely with all of them, but some of them, you know, have been able to talk to, you know, business or wherever they work or something like that and get a little inside connection there. Like for example right. in uh in Missouri, my uh, my date she worked at this nightclub and she got the bar owner to uh, put on like a 58 50 states bar promotion for me with like that. 50 cent drinks and stuff, <laughs> which is really cool. That is really dope. That's so yeah, cool. Yeah, absolutely. Um how do you think you kind of mastered the TikTok algorithm? Well, I think with TikTok it's very what I've learned is that nobody's an expert like mm-hmm. no matter what like I'll, I'll look into it and, and the, the TikTok algorithm it'll make me either jump up and down and make me feel like I'm the most creative person in the world or it'll make me hit my head against the wall for, yeah it's constantly changing and it's hard to figure out um but I think like the tough thing is that like I'll watch YouTube videos or I'll listen to people talk about how the algorithm is how they know it's like this they know it's like this they know it's like this but in reality it's all just kind of opinionated 
right? Mm-hmm. Like, yes, there's things that work, and, and that's, like, proven. But uh, at the end of the day, you got to figure out what works for you. And I think what worked for me is, like, I in the beginning, I had no idea what the heck I was doing, actually. Like, I, I like, <laughs> I was, like, my dates, when I was going on, like, my first five or ten, they were like, is this a TikTok thing? I'm like, I don't even have TikTok. And they were like, what? You need to get in? So like, oh. you didn't even and have so TikTok I, for your first ten dates? No, yeah, no. Like, I, yeah, I didn't even, like, like when I went on it virtually, yeah. Like, I didn't, gotcha. uh, I didn't have TikTok at all. It was, it was, like, right in that realm, and then. I got it, and I started trying to post stuff, but, like, I still was trying to figure it out, and I didn't really know, but I think, for me, what helps is just, you know, reps, like, getting those yeah. reps in, post and TikTok, see what works, see what doesn't, like, just throw stuff out there, and see what, see what comes back positive, see what's popular, and then from there, you know, you can, you can elaborate on that, you can grow, and you'll see yourself grow through those things, like, that's just kind of what I did, and by no means am I a pro still, like, I know I have, like, I get in really deep ruts of it, then I'll have really high points, and it's just, like, kind of this never-ending roller coaster, but I think what, what helped me as just, like, trying my hardest to, like, put out content on a regular basis, and be routined in it, too, like, I, I remember when I was in, um, when I was in North Dakota and I was putting out um, my virtual date highlights, I think I was posting two a night at like the exact same times. So I was posting one at 7.30 and 8.30. And I did that for like three weeks straight or two weeks straight where I just posted two a night um, at 7.30 p.m. and 8.30 p.m. And my TikTok was just like going off every time. Like okay. it, it just like I, I feel like I felt like TikTok was easy at that point. I was like, I got this figured out. Like, my views were always going up. Like, stuff was always on the For You page. Like, constant notifications, stuff like that. And it was just like, it seems so easy. But then, like, the algorithm changes. Mm-hmm. And then you have to kind of figure out how it works. And, and it's like, it's so it's kind of a never-ending process. But, yeah, I just, I think for me, um, constantly putting stuff out there and, and trial and error is the best practice. He didn't expect to get the traction that he did, um, but he did talk about how he's following certain metrics and certain things to try to continue the momentum, but that he doesn't feel the need to constantly keep up with everybody else. Like he was saying that authenticity is really the best policy. Right. Wow. That kind of, what? Okay, that's like, interesting now like I came into it thinking like oh he's not telling anybody anything like he's just doing this without their knowledge but now that I know like I'm like more comfortable about it now I mean he pays attention to it but he's not like focused on that like he has fun with it and he also has like a whole team behind him right that's helping him I mean he's the number one search when you type in 50 dates 50 states on Google so they're doing something right all right guys so that's it for this episode I Hope you guys enjoyed it. And stay tuned for next week. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe, share, or send us your comments on SoundCloud, iTunes, or Spotify. Find us on Twitter using the hashtag PROnlineChat. We're looking forward to hearing from you.